Hello, this is Gary, and welcome to the Narrow Gate. So, I don't know if you hear the noise in the background, but I decided to carry this episode outside um, just because it's really, really comfortable and it's nice and cool, and it's getting close to fall, which means. You can still hear the crickets chirping. You can still hear everything going on, but you can you can experience that nice cool breeze that just occurs right before the summer ends and the the, the fall begins. And um, there's not much time in between to really cherish those moments, but I'm at least taking the time to do that. So if you can bear with me on the sound and I'll just continue further. But anyway, as you can see with the title of this episode, this is based, this is on the topic of algorithms. And I don't know if you're familiar with a lot of the things that are going on uh, as far as different social media platforms, um, especially YouTube. I know even Apple is uh, getting kind of tight with things um, as far as what kind of information is brought to the public. And this especially happens to those that you know stand up for truth and stand up for righteousness, and um, especially those that stand up for righteousness uh, as far as the gospel's sake. We have, I think, we've crossed the line as far as the uh, content that we put out. We used to, for example, in Instagram. I used to put out a reel and I would get maybe 2,600 views, depending, 350 views in a couple of days, 450 views. It just depends. It varies on the different content, the advertising, and the things that we put out. And we don't really promote any of the stuff that we put out as far as putting money towards it. So the things that we promote. Um, are, you know, based upon what you share with others um, and as well as what the Lord decides to bring out to you. Because I truly believe that if God's really going to bring our message out to the world or even at least the outreaches in Maryland, He's going to do so by the act of His will. And that's one of the major things that we believe as far as the narrow gate is concerned. So if we were to perhaps promote anything, it may be an event or something like that that may, we may be involved in. But other than that, we really wouldn't be uh, promoting too much as far as that's concerned. And I know in the last episode, in the beginning, I mentioned that as far as um, subscribing to our um, RSS feed podcast and even let alone YouTube 
or Rumble. We don't charge for the subscription. We don't believe in that. We find ourselves in a position just like many others that are promoting the truth and talking about things that really should be talked about, especially in this time and season, and especially as things really ramp up, because um, it seems like the world is getting darker, but the light needs to shine brighter. And I'm convinced that the Lord will bring those voices into the light, whether it's at our local communities, whether it's in our local churches, whether it's um, in worship services, or even ministering in podcasts and broadcasts and video vlogs and all those kind of things. I honestly think that the message will come out according to what God decides to do. And that is the important part. That is that is that is what I need to keep my sights on. That is what my wife needs to keep her sights on is that God is going to do what he's going to do. But with all that being said, I'm asking you because of the fact that I noticed that the content we put out on Instagram, the content that we put out on Facebook, the content that we put out on other platforms seems to be not pulling in, not getting enough attention and not giving enough views. And that's based upon the simple fact that we're getting more controversial. And we've, me and my wife have had discussions that we don't intend to change the path that we're going. Um, if the Lord gives us an episode with an interview and it's going to be controversial, then we're going to run with it. If, uh, if the Lord has a message that the world doesn't wanna, want us to speak, but he places it on our heart, then we're going to deliver that message regardless. And we're very, very tiny. And that's okay. I'm okay with it. Um, I'm okay with the fact that this thing will never, you know, not be, you know, huge or gigantic or anything of the sort. Because the, the true matter of the fact is, is those that speak the most, the truth with the most honesty are not going to get as much attention um, as those that say what people want them to hear. Or what they want them to say. You know, people want to hear what they want to hear. But I know that those that listen to this podcast, they want to hear the truth. And they want to hear things that are relevant. And that's what we're trying to do is we're, we're trying to promote things that are on the side of relevance. And what I'm asking all of you is... If you can share these episodes, if you can send them through text messages, send them through emails, however that you would like to send them out, I'm asking that you would do so. Because as things get a little tighter in these next two or three months, and maybe even beyond, the ability to speak the truth is going to be 
hindered more and more. Can there be a point in time ultimately where these, these um, hindrances are lifted? I believe that it is possible. All things are possible with God. On the flip side of that, there could be a possibility that these things will not change. We're asking that you could share these episodes with whomever would want to hear it because it's just important. Not saying that we're important. There's many other people out there that the Lord uses on a day-to-day basis, and that's cool. We appreciate the fact that you guys listen to our episodes, and like I said, I know we're not going to do much broadcasting this this season. I feel like strongly that it's going to be more of a of a podcast time, and I and I think. The truth of the matter is that we'll probably get more, we'll probably reach further in, in a form of a podcast, an RSS feed, than we would in video, like on YouTube. But even in these times of turmoil and chaos and where things seem hopeless, that's where the light can shine brighter. I've said in the last season or the end season that there would be a point in time where I would give my testimony and I do intend to do that because there's things that the Lord has uncovered in my life through a biblical perspective and through the experiences that I experienced has totally changed my view on the concept of healing the concept of deliverance and just, uh, you know, the world of prophecy in general as it pertains to Scripture. I believe that all the Scripture has to be equally yoked. Some of the things that I've gone in in the past has sort of left me in a place of feeling hopeless and in a place where there's no possibility of change as the Lord's been taking me through godly counsel, and especially with godly friends in my life, my wife, and even having me be ministered to by my kids in the areas that I need to work on as a father, especially as a, as a husband. The Lord has helped ultimately change my perspective and the very foundation which I stand on and has shaken me to the core and has brought me into a more biblical scripture based concept of all these things and I know for some of you you might be interested and I do intend to say these things but I I need to be absolutely 100% sure clear of when I'm ready to do so Because the simple fact that I'm in a process of healing and transformation, even as we speak, I can't really go and speak my testimony. But I know my testimony is supposed to be shared. But even when I find myself in this area of the transformation process or going through the fire, I realize that I'm not burned in the process. And by the grace of God, He has kept me alive 
for 42 years. And by the grace of God, I am receiving the change that I have been praying for for probably the past 11 years. And, you know, that's okay. Because God is ultimately going to persevere and help push me along the way. In the areas that I feel I can't persevere, God is pushing me through these times. And it's just like, and when we look at it in a world perspective, when we look at things that we see and we see hopelessness, if we can just cling on to the edge of the garment of Yeshua, if we can just grab his, the edge of his tassel or his tallit, if we can just do that, there's, there's, there's hope. That deutimous power that we need from the Holy Ghost to transform our life can do so. And that's the act of faith. The act of faith isn't always just speaking something over and over and over again, scripture-wise. And it just manifesting. It's not always just knowing something is going to happen. And it just automatically happens. Sometimes that doesn't happen, especially in storms. Sometimes it's the act of just believing and reaching out on the garment and pursuing Jesus even in that moment and knowing that you repetitively have to do it over and over and over again in the struggle that causes freedom, that causes breakthrough. And I know for myself, these past three years, I needed to cling on the hem of Jesus's garment because I needed to believe and needed to know that God was going to provide for me when I couldn't provide for my family. I needed to know that God was going to get me through and provide for me and give me the means to provide for my family when I could not do so at the time. And God was faithful with dreams and visions and the word of God and going through those scriptures and godly counsel and wisdom to speak in my life that got me through and had allowed me to stay afloat like where I am today. And I am so grateful for all of you that are listening right now. You know who you are. And I'm just saying to those that are in a place where they feel like they're down and they feel like they're hopeless. Now is the time of breakthrough. You just need to cling on the hem of his garment. You need to cling and hold on to that tallit. They're just like the woman who constantly bled when nobody else wanted to help her, when nobody else tried to redeem her, when nobody else would embrace her. Jesus did. Yeshua did. And everything you all are going through is one step further to help others that are struggling in the same things that you have struggled in. 
So just remember, when you feel the anxiousness, or when you feel like you just don't have the strength, God will give you the strength. He gives strength to those who are weary. And trust me, even youths grow tired and weary, but He shall renew all of our strengths if we all confide in Him. So I just want to let you know, because I know Corey mentioned that there's a storm coming, and then there's a series of things that are going to happen. And we're not saying that they're going to happen in the same way that the dream is laying out, or the couple dreams that are laying out. They may happen a little different. That's you know where symbolism and actual events in the dream, they kind of go back and forth. But regardless of the circumstances, I know because the Lord's been speaking to me. My wife knows because the Lord has been speaking to her that we're about to walk into another turbulent part of the um, coming up. And we, we just got to prep and prepare for it. Not necessarily hoarding all the, the um, food and, and medical supplies and all the things that we need now. It, we need to prep and prepare in the Lord. And realize that when we cling and prep and prepare in the Lord, that He will give us what we need in the proper time. And if the Lord has spoken to you and He's given you land, He's, he's given you animals, He's given you food supplies so that you could help others, then that's great. Then the Lord's speaking to you. He's obviously speaking to you because everything that we attain, we're supposed to give out and not hoard for ourselves. For those of us that haven't had that discernment, then we just cling on the hem of his garment and walk through and he will he will get us to the other side because there's going to be another side to this we just got to be prepared even in the midst of our hurts even in the midst of our struggles to be there for others they probably have a, a far worse off than we do and i thank you for listening I thank you for all those that have been faithful from the very beginning of listening to our podcast. I know it's nothing spectacular. Maybe it passes the time. Or maybe it actually makes a uh, strong effect in your lives. But regardless of how it is, I mean, we could be even entertaining to you and you get a laugh from it. But regardless of the circumstances, we thank you for listening to us. And we just ask that you would share. And I, this is probably going to be the episode that's going to come out before the other episodes. Anyway, I just want to pray for you guys. That you may, be, um, that you may grow in faith. And that you may be strengthened for what's ahead have no idea what's ahead I know something's coming it's just like when I was in a, a ministry way back in 2015 I remember us just coming out of that meeting and I we all were outside of this house and I remember we looked in the sky and it was gray and it was stormy 
and it was windy and it was a fall day or it was a fall evening and the others watched as I stared off into the clouds and I said one of them said what's wrong Gary and I said there's a storm coming something something big is coming something bad is coming and I remember the the one guy in the ministry team he said to me well something bad always comes Gary they come and they go and I said I turned to this person I said no something really bad is coming there's a really big storm coming and he said well what do you think it is and I said I have no idea and I think it was periodically every year I got some kind of discernment that there was something coming and then boom 2020 rolled around and everything changed and it's just just like as I'm standing on this road right now and I'm speaking to you guys there's a storm coming but the good news is that we will get through it some way somehow and as I pray for you guys I hope that you would pray for me because I know that I'm going to walk through something that requires faith. I'm just going to pray for you all. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you for each and every person that is listening to this episode. I thank you for what you have placed in their hearts. I thank you for what you have designed them to be. Father, I thank you that each and every person is uniquely and, one, and fearfully and wonderfully made for those who are in Christ Jesus and Father, I pray that you would begin to show them what you have called them to be, what you have called them to do, because there's a higher calling for each and every person that is listening to this podcast. Not to say that they're higher than anybody else, but there is a specific calling that you have for them that is unique, that the body of Christ needs. Father, I pray that you would begin to speak to them, that you would begin to chisel into their hearts your strength and your power. Father, I pray that you would build them up in this time, in this season. Father, I pray that they would not falter, that they would not lose balance, that you would hold them up, Lord, when they can't stand. And Father, I pray that you would pour your spirit out on them in the name of Jesus and that you would begin to walk with them. Just as Cedric, Meshach, and Abednego stood in the fire, the angel of the Lord, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, stood before them, and everybody saw who it was, and they stood in awe. So Father, just as that, has, that happened back then, I pray that people will see that those that are standing in the fire and not getting burned have someone behind them and that person is jesus christ so father we just pray i pray that you would bless them and deliver peace that surpasses all understanding in jesus name amen thanks for listening god bless